to Our Love Sphere, a show about dating and relationships. I'm Janice Spindell. And I'm Carly Spindell. We're an all-star mother-daughter matchmaking team, and we're the best at what we do. Our clients are exceptional marriage-minded men who want relationships with extraordinary women who are the total package. This podcast will bring you inside the minds of men and teach you how to land and keep the relationship of your dreams. We'll have a lot of fun, so get ready to laugh and learn. Traveling with a new partner for the first time can be super exciting, but also very nerve-wracking. It's an opportunity to create new memories together, deepen your connection, explore new places together, and maybe or maybe not be intimate for the first time. It can also reveal new sides of each other and put your relationship to the test. In this episode, we'll discuss some tips for traveling with a new partner for the very first time. So some people traveling with a new partner could add a little bit of stress to the relationship, but I think it is a positive because it allows you to work together as a team. You can pick the location, pick the hotel, you can collaborate and communicate what kind of trip should we go on. And most important, it makes you figure out if you are compatible pretty quickly. You know, I would just really be very light and airy about it and treat it as fun. You know, it's you're going away. If by some fluke you get into a weird situation or it doesn't work, you have your own credit cards. God forbid you can always go home or come up with an easy exit to leave. Traveling also allows you to obviously recharge, have romantic experiences that you wouldn't have at home definitely get to know each other's quirks. Does he leave the seat up in the bathroom? Because that would drive me out of my mind. Number one pet peeve. That drives me insane. Literally drives us insane. Speaking of the toilet seat, it also gets to allow you to know if they are messy, are they neat? You know, are they a late sleeper? Are they an early riser? What kind of travel partner are they? In our mind, there really is no timeline on when you should travel with a partner. You travel with a partner when he asks and when you want to. If you've had a great first, second, or third date, and he says, you know, you want to do something different this weekend and, you know, go take a drive to a bed and breakfast or go do this or go do that, go for it. Why not? You know what? The more you are with someone in the beginning, the better off you are. I just had a couple spend Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all day, all night together. And now he's flying her to where he lives for next weekend. So they're going to know in a very short time if there's any kind of negatives or if this is actually his wife, which I think it is. And so does he. So does she, for that matter. So the more time you spend together is only a plus. I also think maybe you have a family gathering. Maybe you have a wedding. Um, maybe you have you know a work offsite and you have a partner to bring or a date and you've only been on two dates. I think there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying, hey, you know, I have um, not a family member's wedding, but I have a friend's wedding and I'm not really involved in the wedding and I have a plus one. Do you want to join or I have an offsite and um, you know my team will be there. Do you want to be my date? And that could be a plane right away or a drive and you give it a try because you never know. Some common challenges that couples have when they do travel together, you know, oh, people 
are pretty set in their ways when they get to a certain age. You could have very different travel styles. You could be a very early morning person that gets up at 5.30 in the morning. He could be a guy that likes to sleep in. It doesn't get up until 8, 8.30. You could be overly, overly, overly active. He could be a little bit more relaxed, reading, hanging out in the room. Maybe he's not into as much culture if you are, if you're in Europe and you want to go to museums or explore a specific area or cosmopolitan city. You You could be a shopper. He could not. But I don't think that any of these are big problems. I think that you don't have to be together 24-7 when you're on a trip. If he likes to wake up at 5.30 and go for a run, you know, you can use that time to sleep or do whatever you want. And then you meet up for breakfast and you start your day. I think that a nice way to deal with adjusting to each other's schedules and dealing with you know, unforeseen different time interests, I'll say, is to communicate about it of like, oh, hey, I didn't realize you wake up so early. That is great, but I like to sleep late. So, you know, don't think I'm being lazy, but I enjoy my sleep. Or if he wants to relax all day and you don't, then talk about it and figure out some kind of compromise so that you can adjust to what each other likes. I think it is very important to discuss expectations and preferences before you go on the trip and kind of figure out what you want to do. Um, where are you sleeping? Who is planning what? Who is paying for what? Do you want to plan out every minute or do you want to go with the flow? What kind of activities do you want to do? Are you someone who is a planner and find out every kind of activity that you want to do? If so, then you want to have an honest conversation so that you show your travel colors, I think. I agree. Who do you who do you think should pay for the trip? Oh, this gets so tricky. I think that this is an up in the air question that I don't have an answer to. If he is paying for the hotel, it would be nice for you to pay for a meal, for you to pay for an activity, for you to pay for an excursion. Depending on his budget and your budget, that is what what decides it. You know, we don't need to assume that every man has the means to pay for the trip. So if he doesn't, then you can split it. And then it'll be easy. I personally think that if a man is asking you to go away and he's bringing up the suggestion and it's clear that he makes a lot more money than you do, then I think that he should pay for the trip. But I do, having said that, I do agree with Carly that either you pay for, if you're in an island or somewhere warm, you pay one day you rent jet skis or one day you rent a boat or one day you go on parasailing, whatever it's called, an excursion. You definitely make an effort to pay for something. He will really appreciate that. Yes, I think you always want to be thoughtful and take the thoughtful route. I also think that planning together is a really nice bonding experience. So let's say you are in the early stages of a relationship and this is a big trip and it was both of your ideas. Then this gives you a chance to work as a team. You can say, okay, you know, you will research the restaurants and I will research the activities. And then you can kind of come together and discuss it. And it becomes something that you did together. That way you're both really excited about it. Traveling allows you to work on balance and compromise. And that's really, you know, not over the top, but it is definitely essential for you to be open to trying new things. This trip should be percentages 
in terms of how much alone time you have, how much alone time he has, and how much time you have together. And you can obviously work on balancing and compromising that. And then you can make the necessary adjustments adjustments to make sure that you both have a good time. Maybe he wants to go snorkeling and you don't, you really want to get a massage. This helps you work on creating an itinerary that lets you both do what you want to do and learning how to make each other happy in the relationship. And both of you have each have some alone time because everybody wants alone time. You don't want to be with somebody 24 seven when you go away. Your list of what you're packing is very important. Obviously you want to pack clothes. You might want to pack some exercise clothes and sneakers and books. I think there's nothing wrong with saying, I really want to read this book. I'm going to bring a book. So you should too. And you don't want to overpack so that you kind of seem like, oh gosh, here are my four suitcases. And hopefully I don't overwhelm you, but you definitely want to bring outfits that make you feel great and that make you feel your best. If lingerie is your thing, then I think you pack the lingerie. You can always remember it's better to be overdressed than it is to be underdressed as long as you feel fabulous and know you're exuding confidence. It's important to be flexible on the trip. You can have a general plan, but you must be adaptable. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. You never know if the flight's going to be delayed, if change of plans, the room's not ready, you know, all kinds of stuff that can go on. It's an opportunity to learn how to compromise and how to work together to make the best situation that neither one of you are stressed out and that you have a good time. End of story. You always want the trip to be enjoyable and something that leaves you with happy memories and leaves a good taste in your mouth. You definitely want to practice good communication and lay the foundation for the relationship. So if something is bothering you, then you want to address it. Obviously, you don't want to let things fester and turn into a bigger issue. Since it is your first trip together, and I am a huge fan of over-communicating, I think you should check in with each other on the trip and say, you know, are you having fun? Did you get everything that done that you wanted to do? Did you do anything? Is there anything that we can do to make you happy? And uh, you know, really address any issue. If he is leaving the toilet seat up, you can say it in a nice way. Or if he's a total slob and expects the people at the hotel to clean up after him, then you can address that too. Make sure you take some alone time, which I already discussed on the trip. You know, look, it's great to go away with someone. It's great to be mushy and romantic and have a good time. But it's also great if you bring a book to be able to get on a chaise lounge if you're somewhere warm and just read, be by yourself, have alone time and decompress. It can be as simple as taking a solo walk or just going for a cup of coffee by yourself. Long shower, long bath, some red flags to look out for when you are traveling with a new partner for the first time is not communicating and not really willing to compromise. So if he seems distant when you are together, that is definitely a red flag. And if he doesn't want to do anything that you want to do, another red flag. I don't think that you should want to do everything together because obviously that's not realistic, but you definitely want each person to be happy on the trip. So that's important. Make sure to get him a thank you gift. Basically, I'm not saying go home and get him something. I don't believe in that. It doesn't have to be expensive. Again, it's all about gestures. Men love gestures. It's the thought that counts. Get him a massage. Let him go jet skiing. 
go bike riding, do something that is sort of like above and beyond because a vacation can make or break a relationship. It can totally, five days with someone can literally make you go exclusive sooner rather than later because it really is a true test of compatibility. Another way to be thoughtful is to actually plan in advance. So let's say you went to the bookstore or you just Amazoned a book and you're bringing something for yourself, then bring one for him. Surprise him with a book that you think he would like, especially if he doesn't have time to get one for himself. That can always be really nice. If you are thinking about traveling with someone for the first time, my best advice is to pay attention while also enjoying yourself. That way you are looking for red flags and seeing how much fun you have together or how much fun you don't have together. I think it's a great idea to bring him a book. Great idea. You have to remember one thing, a vacation can literally make or break a relationship. So put your best foot forward, make sure you're not stressed out. It's a great test of compatibility and most important, have a good time. Have fun because obviously a vacation is supposed to be fun. So you want to make sure that you are having fun. And you want him to see that side of you, that you are fun and that you also can go with the flow. We like to leave you with a final question. The final question here is what can you learn about each other from traveling together? Thanks for listening. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Join us next time to get inside the minds of men and learn how to be the best version of yourself. 